0: what is up motherfuckers welcome to episode 19 of aid thompson and other disappointments my guest this week is a slightly abnormally named gentleman uh with the name of john left of the countryside um i've got to know john through the social media platform tiktok where both he and I upload daily videos that are political and, let's say, a little left-leaning, and we both enjoy being mauled to pieces by angry Brexiters and flag-waving Tories on a pretty much hourly basis. So, if you're bored and you fancy kicking back uh, with a beer and listening to two motherfuckers talk shit for just over an hour, then please give a nice warm welcome to my guest this week, Mr John Left of the Countryside. It appears as though we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Friday night. It's half past seven. You are tuned in for some inexplicable reason to episode 19 of Abe Thompson and Other Disappointments. And my guest this week is the one, the only, the social media liberal voice, John Left of the Countryside. Welcome to the podcast, John. How you doing?
1: Thank you for having me, Aid. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's Friday, so I'm knackered as fuck. That's- Same. But I have beer. Have you got
0: orange squash? I've got squash for the minute, yeah. I felt oh, proper okay. parched before I came out here and I thought it's probably not super wise to just start you like you know when you're already dehydrated and the last piss you <laughs> took is fucking orange. Like it just looks like that. Um so I thought, Do you know what, I'll be smart, I'll have an orange squash and then I'll crack open a beer. That's good. Uh that's my diet update. Anyway, so yeah. How's your week been? I quite
1: like- it's been good, but I quite like the fact we both sort of middle class the fuck out of it, both with the outbuildings that we're, we're, we're yes. in. in the, it's like, hi, welcome to the middle classes. We build shit in the garden and then build shit
0: in, in that
1: weird studios.
0: This cabin, it, like, I've... <laughs> fucking decimated it and yet it was it was the reason that i was so keen on this house i was like i could turn that into a sick fucking studio and i could do you know this and i could you know produce little short films and stuff and like little did i i should have factored in the fact i've got you know now young kids plural when the fuck do i ever get a chance (laughs) this is is my luxury is coming out here for like an hour each week so i don't know when i thought i was going to do all this magical creative stuff Oh
1: yeah. oh yeah, this is this is this is my wife's sewing stuff. Like, oh, is it? Like it? Yeah, this is just. I have this. There's this like corner over yeah. here, with, like like a, a microphone and camera and stuff. And the rest is and it and it creeps over. I get I feel further and further pushed to this gap in the corner.
0: It looks a bit like. I mean, yeah, I, I'm the same. Like over this side, just off camera, it is chaos. You don't <laughs> you don't want to see. It. No, that. this
1: is nothing. This is this is nothing to do with me. Everybody goes yeah. like, "Are you selling furniture?" No, I fucking not. Well, you've definitely you've got a sort of
0: uh, like uh, it's a sort of room and furniture and stuff I would expect from like a pub that's going through a refurb. Like they've sort of you know <laughs> stashed all their shit out there. But then you've got is that a whiteboard in the background as well? Uh,
1: no, it's a screen. It's a dressing screen. Right. Okay. I but thought she's been stenciling to resell. That's the other thing. Right. Just you take paint off stuff and paint it with more expensive paint and then sell it again. Yeah. No, I'm not involved in this. It's nothing to do with me. Sure.
0: Sure. I believe you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, um, I guess some, some sort of introduction for you, um, would be good for, for any, any, the very few returning listeners that I'm, I'm sure I get. Um, but so we, you and I know each other from TikTok Um, yes. and we've both been making videos that lean to the left. Um, yes. I like to go on a sort of, you know, morning rant/walk slash walk and talk into my phone and then I get abused in the comment section for the rest of the day. Uh and then I, you know, you you take a similar approach, right?
1: Yeah, I um I uh, well, so we started off doing the same thing as everybody did on the well, on the TikTok journey which was uh lip-syncs to popular songs mm. mainly for to the background, I've, d- I've done the story on TikTok before, but, uh, but... let's just get this
0: straight. You didn't join and just dance around in your pants, because I thought that no. was the real phrase. Yeah. I mean, my first few videos were... I'm i am glad I've deleted them now, but... Um, sorry, carry on. So you I, were lip syncing. Uh,
1: so... <clears throat> so, my, so my niece, um, in case she watches this back, was uh, in in a mental health care unit, right? And I was sending her funny videos all the time like of other stuff. I used to do character stuff on YouTube as well, right? which I can say later or something. But um, um, anyway, But I used to send her funny videos. Then I used to use this app called, I can't what it was called, Lip Sync or something. And then one of my friends said, oh, I use TikToks. They've got loads of big library. So I started filming them yeah, and, then, uh, and sending, just keeping them private and sending them to her. And then somebody else said, oh, they're brilliant one of my more stupid friends put those up on tiktok and i and i did and i got like a hundred followers of just doing crappy um lip syncs yeah and then my very good friend who's scottish uh, i'd sent him he'd seen a couple of them and he said why the fuck do you keep doing those stupid lip sync videos <laughs> they're not funny yeah. Just send, just publish one of the videos you send to me when you're just walking down the road ranting about some socialist shape that you fucking get about and push that instead. Yeah. And I did. And then it went like, so I've got, I don't know, like 6,000 followers now. And it went from 100 to 1,000. Yeah. When I was doing, I was talking about idiots and um, COVID 19. Oh. Yeah. I used there's a, I did a thing about, uh, I basically I was saying to people, stop arguing with people on social media about, COVID-19 because if you're arguing with a fucking idiot you can't win yeah it's impossible so I said it's like playing chess with a pigeon yes the pigeon will knock all the pieces over shit on the board and then claim it's won
0: yes yeah, that's that's what you're doing exactly like that yeah S- stop and arguing we both know this because <laughs> this is this is a sort of daily thing for me now is uh, and my girlfriend as well which is kind of slightly weirder but like so I'll do a morning tiktok and then i'll upload it and then off i go on my way and then that's it for the rest of the day i'm getting pulled to pieces argued shouted at um called I, i've been called a plant for, for like like i'm some sort of tory plant to make lefties look bad which actually hurts like there's a visceral <laughs> That's, worse. that's definitely a, worse. yeah like most of most of it's like oh this guy oh here he comes again talking shit it's, it's stuff like that right and i can handle that that's fine and then there's okay. there's a few that are just like sort your fucking teeth out mate and i'm like oh all right okay and then i'll you know i'll try and crack a joke back and get some banter going and then there's no banter they'll just be like no. y- you're a moron and i'm like great <laughs> well this this was worth it um
1: Mine's forehead, always, every time. you got a massive forehead. Yeah. I'm fucking aware. I hope we have a mirror. <laughs> it is, fu- and Stop calling it a forehead. It's definitely five. This is a five head. Yeah. Stop fucking about. Like, as soon as you turn into it, because the comedic thing is to always turn into the swerve. So they'll go, you dress like a fucking idiot. Yeah. I'm aware of this. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. fine. That's what I do every day. I get up and think, how can I look like a bigger arsehole? And then I buy clothes to make myself a bigger arsehole. And yeah. instead of them kind of coping with that,
0: and you look like this. I mean, no. no. Yeah. Like, I mean, this is the, th- it's the, it's the total vacuum of humour that fascinates me. It's like when they, they throw an insult at you, like you look like a fucking rat mate. And I'm like, cool. Like if you think I'm ugly, you should see my comment section. Like, like something like that. And then I'll assume that they're, they're going to come back and, you know, we'll have a bit of a tit for tat. But it's like when you throw them an opportunity to, throw back the bant the banter bone <laughs> yeah. and then it's just like yeah well you're a tosser it's just yeah. like oh like, yeah yeah i gave you a chance that like now i'm just bored <laughs> now i'm off
1: yeah then i get where the other one i get is uh, <clears throat> i think because we've both spoken about this is stuff that when they go personal but weirdly you know what you want to do by the way if you're a tiktok troll and you're watching this aim for everything that's on the screen right because you know this is fact everything so if aid's saying something he's saying i own a house take the piss say it's horrible or whatever or you bet it's a shithole right or take the piss out of his t-shirt don't reach because you'll always fuck up like and i what i always get is you're going to be single forever darling it turns out i'm going to be single forever (laughs) and oh you're just jealous because you don't own a house yeah Fuck. i need to ring hsbc we keep giving you money for no reason we haven't got a house you know it's right
0: yeah it's it's a land of presumption isn't it like if you if you across some sort of if, if you make it known that your stance is that you care about social housing for example you you truly believe that uh as a, as a fundamental right and a need that everyone should have some sort of roof over their head uh, and it shouldn't be um sh- like shitty quality you shouldn't let them you know sit and rot and fester like it should be okay social housing you know like that's a belief of yours but as soon as you put that stance out there, the assumption immediately is, well, it sounds like you have to work hard. It sounds like you better put your head down and save up, just like I did and my son did when he bought his house and he was only seventeen. Like, is it it's yeah. like all that shit? You're like, I've bought. Like, I'm okay. Thanks.
1: Yeah, calm down. It's not for me. Yeah. I just worry about other people. It's yeah. Thing. And then oh, you did two two great TikToks. They're both in the last twenty four hours. The one on right to buy, which is just the complete. Fucking quagmire of shit which people don't understand. Yeah. And and then the argument with yourself in the car, which was yeah. just just the thing of it's such an alien concept to give a shit about other people. Like I always think <clears throat> you want there's a few things I think you need to have need to have been through to understand them so you Mm. need to have been really really cold once like really fucking cold like to your bone and then you understand what cold is you know fuck that's horrible and kind of like oh you've been really hot and you don't really like that and and being skint is an important learning thing
2: sure yeah
1: and i remember my first flat which is going to sound ludicrous to anybody under 25 now this isn't me moaning i'm well aware before anybody so it's 50 quid which mate, you wouldn't get anything for that now (laughs) it was 50 quid a week right there was two different types of carpet in the front rooms there was one in the middle and a different one around the outside sounds cool it came furnished so it had wicker furniture and all the cushions used to slide out from under you when you saw them right it came with a bed that looked like a torture thing from the, the 16th century um and it came with a radio and then, like everything else I had to get on catalogue and everything else and it was always and I was always fucking skin like trying to see how many microwave chips you can get for a quid yeah or whatever yeah but trying to get I always think the judgment of how poor you are is if you've ever been to a shop with a pound and you need two meals then you know how
0: skinny you are like, <laughs> yeah
1: this is this is lunch and dinner right <laughs> what the fuck am I going to put in my face
0: egg egg and ketchup, ketchup sandwich <laughs> uh, two ketchup sachets yeah <laughs>
1: Yeah. Pasta and ketchup is a meal. Yeah. That's a meal. I, yeah, it's
0: I, I think I've got some Neurofen at home. That'll be dessert. Great. Yeah. yeah.
1: It's got a sugary coating. I could just lick it off. If I don't eat take the neurofen up. Yeah. Right I kind of think they're really important. Hopefully to kind of teach you like you don't want anyone else. There's nothing to learn. You don't need other people to do it. You'll tell them. Yeah. You'll just go, they'll go, have you ever been poor? Yes, it's shit. You don't want yeah. to do that. Really but that poor.
0: is a, so that's like, that. you're cutting right down the line there. Of like, This is what fascinates me is so for you and me and anyone else that, let's say has, has gone through a real period of hardship. Uh, and I count myself in, in that boat because when I like, well, I'll talk about this in a minute, but basically if you've gone through that sort of experience you, me, and people like us would, would get into this mindset. They'd be like, Well, I know what it's like to be really fucking broke and to not have any support there and not to have family money and to um, not have a well paid job and to have basically no prospects and no margin of change to be able to change my situation and to feel pretty hopeless and embarrassed by it. And I don't want anyone else to have to feel like that. And it's not necessary because I know there's, if, if we're spending millions of pounds on a new Prince Philip boat, then maybe we could spend millions of pounds on just improving people's situation and giving them a bit of a leg up right but that is that is this half of people the other half of people they come out with shit like this they go yeah well i was really fucking broke and yeah it wasn't easy but i got myself out of it so (laughs) now now you crack on with your misery like you know it's (laughs) you go through it as well
1: why just fucking tell them say it's shit yeah they'll get it they're not that hard to understand
0: but it's a weird psychological like mechanism where it's like so if i support this other person to get up and out of their misery then that somehow means that my misery was not worthwhile it's lost its like credence like i think that's the transaction that's taking place but how you convince somebody that fucking dumb and non-empathetic that <laughs> the issue is with them in their brain i don't know i, I suspect that conversation would be very short and they'd probably just punch you in the face
1: i remember i've tried to tell people but just as a me and a friend used to work in a soup kitchen on a friday night which is kind of like a it's a it's an experience that's weird
2: because
1: mm. like, the worst people at a soup kitchen are on your side of the table if you're helping like All right. I fucking promise sanctimonious tossers, just on your side like Fucking idiots, yeah, who just drive you mad who think they're in the UN and this is a food parcel. And they, they'll say, like, most, like, a lot, lots. So, most of the people at the soup kitchen, this was in Ipswich in Suffolk, um, were <clears throat> most of the clients were, um, say prostitutes mm. home, and homeless people and people with mental illness were the like, just, just the, the bread and butter, <laughs> literally. And, mm. um, sometimes people would just say something like, We used to do ham. Sandwiches, cheese sandwiches. Uh, you get vegetable soup and, a, and biscuits and the tea and a coffee. So sometimes somebody'd say, "Have you got anything that's not ham and uh, uh, not cheese? I don't like ham and cheese." And you just go, well, "That's one of those things. We kind of just have to kind of we do our best and try and work out what what's going to be most popular." Uh, sorry if that's a bit rubbish. Uh, well, well, I can't eat that. You go, "Well, say someone was a vegan." That's happened. Yeah. And you just go. Well, I'll tell you what. Have two biscuits. Does that work? Vegetable soup, couple of biscuits, and tea, and that works. So sometimes you get next to a carrot. And they go, I'll say, have you got anything that's not cheese or ham? Yeah. And they go, well, excuse fucking me. Somebody (laughs) has finished work at five o'clock, got home and made these fucking sandwiches, and then you've come here to moan. What the fuck are you doing?
0: Yeah. Like you're trying trying to point score with a homeless person, a homeless hungry person, and you want to score fucking points. (laughs) You've already won, you bellend. (laughs) end.
1: And once, it was, once that attitude was in, though, it was almost like a ripple effect. Because like, if, if, if there, there was a rule, that if there was ever a, like, a near fight, yeah. you have to stop. For insurance reasons, you have to stop immediately. Right. And so if you could get ahead of it and go, whoa, 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 whoa don't, 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 because we'll have to go. I promise we'll have to go. We won't get three seconds. They'll call it and we'll have to go. Please, don't, don't, don't do it. But if you've got Karen, who then was dealing with a fight that she'd started, yeah, she, she'd do it again. Like, don't bloody fight. He's already started about the cheese sandwiches.
0: For oh, fuck's sake. It's, fucking shut up. Like, why would a person like... Because we've all worked with people like that, right? Where they it's make a mountain just... out of a molehill and everything's a fucking drama. And I remember one time I worked in a place that had a, a burger, like uh, you know, fried food outlet. And uh, somebody walked into the back and went like just sang a song about this girl's pants it's probably not okay but he just like walked in the back and he was like sarah's wearing her pink pants like and she fucking burst into t- it was the worst thing that had ever happened to her apparently she burst into tears and then like ran it like t- t- told the general manager about it he came down and, like bollocked the kid the kid got a disciplinary like i was like is this what? really like i mean come on Jesus. it's a song about your pants and your pants were hanging out and they are bright pink. <laughs> you know, it's not lying. It's not like... No. I don't well, that's know. That's an
1: amazing disciplinary. <laughs> yeah. I do I do want to witness and I want this recorded because it's fucking amazing. When
0: I, when I get up to, like, board level in my job, I want to conduct disciplinaries like that. I want... <laughs> Where it's just you and the person and you're both just fighting to keep a straight face. You know? That is good.
1: I I've done this for I said I used to be a store manager for BP back in the day. And, I've, and they're always shit. Like, they're terrible. I had a guy steal £200. Oh, I right. had it on camera where he didn't know there was a camera in the office. But it was so obvious it was one of those heat sensors with a pinhole camera. Right. And um, we'd kind of worked out where the money had gone because I kind of tracked it to this point in time. It has to have happened here. And um <clears throat> found the piece of footage, got it. And he he fanned it out like it was like it was a Bruce Forsyth show about 200 quid. and then he turned and then put it in his back pocket like it was perfect yeah and we were and I explained the video doing this but we No, this is video and you know we kind of know you've taken the 200 quid. Um, obviously we have to ask you if you'd like to see the footage.
0: yeah I would. <laughs> would you? <laughs> really it's unnecessary. I mean,
1: and he went yeah i couldn't watch him watch it like it was the most uncomfortable thing in the world i was like yeah i'm gonna just press play just tell me when
0: you've done it yeah
1: that is me yeah i know that yeah that's you from four foot away yeah <laughs> it's quite easy to see
0: fuck i mean i suppose if you put yourself in his position maybe it's like he you might he, as well <laughs> he wanted to drag out the consequences of that decision like as much as possible so they were like look we could show you the footage if you like, and then he's like, "Yeah, please, because that might buy me an extra like <laughs> two minutes of time. Like, and then I can think about how I'm going to get out of this <laughs> or something." Yes, I don't know. But
1: I've managed to find I've managed to find this on YouTube. I was kind of struggling. I thought someone might chat in YouTube, but it, it, it's it's empty. Oh no, I can see Daniel Stephen Turners. But hi guys, something has come up. I can't watch live. Don't, don't, I was excited. Don't
0: yeah, it. it's fine. It's fine, Daniel. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah that was i've had fun like most of the disciplinaries are just awful you know you've had eight sick days and it's just boring as fuck
0: yeah i've never had to well let's let's start from the beginning i don't think i've ever been promoted into a position where i it would be me running the disciplinary i don't think right. so anyway i've sat in with i used to work in hr years ago and um i've sat in disciplinary meetings with other people like while it's going yeah. on taking minutes and shit. And fuck me, mate! I could tell you some stories that make your eyes bleed. Um, it's there's some crazy shit that goes on out there. Uh, I don't know if I'm technically under. I don't know if this. Well, I,
1: I was. I'm okay because I know I'm clear. I, I'm a decade clear of those stories, so I can kind of. I didn't say any names. Is there so a statute like, still...
0: of limitations on? <laughs> like
1: how... well, I don't think so because most of the time it's a civil offence anyway, so you can't really. There's no. There's nothing there at all.
0: Yeah. I had, I had one guy, fuck it, I'm going to, let's spill the beans. Um, I had one guy who I was brought in to take minutes of the meeting. and I had to sit there listening to person A, his side of the story. And then the next day we went and listened to person B and it was the most bizarre, funky shit ever. Like person A said to us, um, I have a problem with my manager. Uh, I'm a young black man, young gay black man actually. And, uh, Uh, my manager is sexually harassing me uh, and he's he's installed some software on my phone to track my movements his personal phone um and when i asked him why he did it he just like winked and smirked and said i just i just want to know where you are right (laughs) creepy as fuck now i'm sitting there listening to this like imagine me i'm at this point 26 years old so i'm just like writing these notes and as he says, like i just want to know where you are like that i stop writing and then just look up i'm like wow <laughs> um carry on right so that's creepy um and then the next day we went and listened to the manager's side of it and the manager was emphatic he was just like i don't know where he's got this idea from i'm a happily married man i'm not gay i've got no interest in young gay men I didn't install anything on his phone, and so I'm just like writing all the. I never worked out, never heard what happened with that, but it was the weirdest fucking thing. Because this guy, I believed him. I sat there, and I even said to my like the guy that was running the disciplinary afterwards, I was like, I believe him. And uh, yeah. yeah. And then when we got out of the one with the his manager, I was like, I believe him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know. That's really crazy. Yeah. I- I have been a fu- I've been an arsehole at discipline. I have been the subject of one.
0: Did you install them. software on did someone's you, phone? Well, what, what did you install software on the phone? Yeah. yeah, that
1: was the one. No, it was there was this rule with BP that if you left the safe handle down, so it was unlocked for longer than three minutes or something. Right. It was a it was a it was an automatic disciplinary, which everyone the door's double locked and you're trying to count cash like it doesn't if the safe's open but you've got one hundred and twenty-five thousand pounds in your lap what does it make any difference if the safe's locked it's the stupidest shit in the world yeah but there was this rule and so this had happened they used to get the download the data from the safe door which they did and it'd been left open anyway they called the disciplinary because i'd left the safe door open okay and they were setting up the disciplinary and as you said there was a note taker yeah um there was another manager who'd come to discipline me and the auditor who had found the fault. Right. We're all sat in the office and the auditor said, and now, okay, if everybody's ready, we're going to start the disciplinary. And we went, yep, it's fine. She said, do you mind if I record it? And I said, no, it's absolutely fine. She said, "Uh, you know, her name was Wendy. She's very nice. And she she dagnum. And she said, (laughs) she went, right. So it's nine o'clock. It's Tuesday, the 5th of January. Um, I'm doing a disciplinary with John and set it all up and she said um, okay is there anything you'd like to say first John I said absolutely yeah what's the note taker and she said sorry and I said what what level is he in like in the world and she said oh he's an assistant manager and I said brilliant Um, what I'm going to do now is refuse to carry on with the rest of the disciplinary because he's not of my level so I don't have to speak because he's here Um, we all right (laughs) with that and she went yep End in the disciplinary. Right, shut the <laughs> whole thing down, and then she went. And then she went went through the whole thing, and she rang up head office. How much money was missing out? To say, what do you mean? There's no fucking money. Why the fuck am I here? Right, <laughs> done. Slap the boat down and left. End of disciplinary. You're in the clear. All right, see you later. Fuck yeah. I just I know I noticed that immediately that the guy was not. I didn't have to carry on with the disciplinary. But I thought, don't tell him early. They'll get another one. Yeah, oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> I had um I I've I've been on the receiving end of a disciplinary no, actually it wasn't really a disciplinary um it was like I got called into the cash office in my first job I was 16 working in a supermarket and um uh they said can you can you come up to the cash office for for a minute and I thought yeah like it's, I I thought it was about you know some holiday I'd booked off or maybe I'd come in late that morning or something and I came into this cash office and there's the the woman that ran the cash office and then there was the general manager of the supermarket and they they were like can you take a seat please Adrian I was like yeah I'll sit down then they said uh uh you were on yesterday right on till two I I said yeah and they they went we cashed up till two last night and uh it was short by 500 pounds or something (laughs) and I went ah and they went have you got any idea why that till would be short by 500 pounds and i like my heart fucking sank (laughs) into my stomach i was i could have shat myself inside out i was so like i'm gonna be arrested i'm good like yeah and there was no like i i didn't fucking take the money and like and so i said I, i was like I, I have no idea. And they there was that, sil- like that second silence or two-second silence. They just look at you, like, trying to work out if you're if the yeah. guilt's going to take over, and you go, OK, all right, I took it, I took it. My mom's sick been sick. And- el- right.
1: You must have been able to two quid an hour, as if you'd have turned up for the disciplinary if you'd nicked 500 quid the day. I before.
0: know. Like I think I was making jokes as I went up, like, the staircase. <laughs> I don't know what they thought, like, what sort of sociopath they thought I was. Like, oh, motherfucker, just joking and laughing um but i said yeah i i have no idea and they waited like two seconds to like check my reaction i was like like that and they were like okay all right well um completely
1: completely unrelated uh, sandra uh i'm going to ibiza on monday for
0: a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah. my limo's outside i need to go. <laughs> yeah, I've go yeah but i was like i remember leaving and, and thinking i wish i had fucking taken that money because they obviously think that i do they really believe that it was me that stole it um but, uh, yeah, more fool me. Should have just, I could have had 500 quid. Imagine having 500 quid when you were 16. You'd be balling.
1: Well, just the last thing of the disability thing, the same lady, Wendy, she got after this disability thing a lot, lot, lot later. They'd lost the – so the inner bag – sorry, the outer bag had gone to Securacore, and Securacore had lost one of the inner bags, which had about £15,000. Yeah. And, and – phone rang and i picked it up i didn't know this and the phone rang and i picked it up and she said she, she went john it's wendy I said so oh, hi wendy what's up and she said secure core lost about 15 grand out of your bag and i said right she said i'm not supposed to ring you because that is immediately me on the way to you take the safe part and i said oh so why are you ringing me she went i know you wouldn't steal 15 grand You'd steal forty, so I'm just going to wait till they (laughs) fucking find it.
0: (laughs) And then hung up. I like Wendy. She She sounds cool.
1: (laughs) She was, she smoked about seven thousand fags a day. And at this point, she terrified the shit out of me. I was like twenty-two, and the manager, was just terrified with this fucking woman turning up. Anyway, we should go back to your stuff. I thought this isn't very lefty, is
0: it? Oh right, yes. Back to the back to the TikTok, (laughs) the material. yeah, so I don't know. I I thought we we could touch on a few topics that have been in in the uh, in the news this week, and I suppose at the forefront of uh, most people's minds tonight is like following the briefing, um, the news about this Indian variant getting a little bit, little bit out of control. John, what's your thoughts?
1: Uh, my thought, well, I've got a few. I think
2: <clears throat>
1: if I laid it out. I think it would be very helpful right now if the government had give us the how many vaccinated, how many people haven't been vaccinated that should have been, because right. we know between sixty five and death, that that upper section of yeah. the population, we know that two million people haven't been vaccinated at all, um, either refused or not turned up for their um, vaccination, like they haven't they haven't showed up.
0: For right, their vaccination. is it that Over high two, really? Two million.
1: It is really that high. Um, I wonder what that yeah. is. I think a lot of it, though, if you lived in... So we live in rural Suffolk, and we don't have... So our local GP isn't doing it because they don't have a facility to store it. Right. So the next place you could get is... (laughs) I bet anyone who's who's threatened to kill me is going, is he going to say the name? Yeah. No, I'm not. Um, The next nearest town where they've got... is about 20 miles away. But if you're 80... Sorry, if you're 90, 90 90-odd, you're not going to get... They must... They can't... I wander around the village and i see sort of 90 year olds and i think we all are vaccinated because it's impossible unless someone's picked you up you can't oh, yeah. it's more it was more dangerous mid january to get on the bus than it was to leave it so I yeah again,
0: i hadn't considered that really because i've been so sort of selfishly focused on getting myself vaccinated
2: absolutely
0: um but but yeah you're me, right like if you if you're older and a bit infirm and it's the choice of getting on a fucking virus bin like a, you know, public yeah. bus. <laughs> I mean, yeah, e- so- even a cold that you catch on a bus might finish you off if you're like 90. Like.
1: Yeah, if the local thing is the co-op, you've got to do is get to the co-op and buy your your food and then go back home, you can. Yeah. You're not going to get this fucking thing. So we know that. So we know there's this error here. We also know um, that uh, Pfizer has been specifically named in the studies, but... In February, a study was released saying that they know that Pfizer is less effective in uh, obese and morbidly obese people. Right. They know that to be true, that the dose size, if you weigh 30 stone, is considerably less effective. Right. So that's another worry because they're in the at-risk group, which they only admitted in January.
0: I see. Okay.
1: So I think what I... And there's that, that, and then you've got the fact that ICUs weren't full of 90-year-olds. ICUs were full of 65 and under because they weren't. If you were 95 and you got COVID, yeah, they weren't. You're not you're not suitable to be put into an induced coma because your kidneys and <coughs> etc. can't clear it. So they weren't. in never were never there. That was a that was a, a weird thing that people right. had in their heads. Yeah, they, they, they weren't there, and they were saying, "Oh, terminally ill people are filling up ICUs." No, they're not they never got intubated. They were made comfortable with oxygen and morphine, but they weren't. They were, you know, it was, they're not fit for rehabilitation, you know, according to statistically speaking, they couldn't do the thing. So I think, I think people are playing, are all the information's there. Yeah. And as usual with everything, people aren't checking what the information is. It's just, it's but like really so weird. what
0: like what's the output of this though? If you've got two million people within the high higher risk categories mm-hmm. uh who have not been vaccinated and now you've got a variant that is more transmissible but not more deadly, supposedly.
1: So we know over seventy there's a one in ten chance you'll end up in hospital. So that puts two hundred thousand people in hospital.
0: Yeah. Okay, and I suppose the the issue there is that if it if it gets out of control and there aren't sufficient numbers of people who have antibodies or the vaccine to keep it or to yeah. what's the word, quell it or suppress it? That'll
1: do. Yeah, suppress. Yeah, either one.
0: Um, then shit could get a bit ugly, but it's not that it will get ugly for most of the population. By the sounds no. of things.
1: It'll just, it'll just fill up the ICUs, but that causes a problem because you can't operate on people. Mm. Then you can't. Heart surgery gets put back. And cancer surgeries, which have been.
0: This is where a I lot put, my, put my Tory hat on, and I'll just be like, well, are, are you having <laughs> surgery? Are you terminally ill, John? Are you? No. Well, what are you complaining about then? <laughs>
1: They've done really well with cancer all the way through um uh, oncology in the UK has been amazing through covid because they've kept it so separate and mm. they took over in the first wave last year this seems like we were on a fucking sci-fi show in the first wave yeah um they took over loads of private hospitals just went yeah fuck off you know they were like I'm here for an elected knee surgery you were Kevin but now you're fucking going home yeah
0: like, now walk home
1: <laughs> yeah because they asked the local is the well nearly their local nearly said a name The local hospital, they um yeah they uh they asked the trust if they could have it, you know, can we use it? And they went, No, you fucking can't and yeah. the next week they went, This is how it's working. Get your shit and fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> it's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: We've asked nicely, fuck off.
0: I was I was a, a fucking coward when I went to uh, the hospital. Like my youngest was born in October last year. Oh, wow. And uh yeah, so I've got a four year old and a six month old. And when we were in the hospital, obviously it was you know peak hysteria, uh, period. And I was fucking, I was that guy with you know obviously mask on, but I've I've bought like a an industrial grade like, like sort of the, the sort of thing you see in Outlook, uh, not Outlook, um, outbreak the movie. Outbreak, right? God, Outlook would That's make great. a shit movie, wouldn't it? Um. <laughs> But, but yeah like one of one of those like industrial sort of you know visor things and you know i was like doing all of this like every every juncture uh terrified because like it was just just when we went into this hospital was the same week i read this horrible news story about um uh it was a, a nurse giving a interview to i think it was the independent from memory but basically she was saying like you know i just spoke to a um, a guy, he was 40 and he had two kids. And I was explaining to him that I'm going to put him into a coma. And he said, no, don't don't put me into a coma because I won't wake up. And she was like, it's all going to be okay, but we do need to put you into a coma to, to let your body rest or something. And yeah. he was like, no, no, don't, 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 don't do it. I've just, I, I can't die. Like I've got kids. And she's like, it's going to be okay. And she puts him into a coma and boom, passed away. And, uh, uh, and I read this fucking news story. And I, I think... That was the moment for me where I was like, you know, until now this has all seemed like a bit of a, a sort of jokey dystopian thing that, you know, I can I can feel detached from because it only affects older or, you know, very ill people. But when yeah. I started reading stories like that, like 40-year-old father of two with no pre-existing issues dies, begging the nurse, you know, to not put... Like, yeah. I'm like, this is well I'm not fucking taking any chances fuck this, no. I will wear my visor I will look like a bell end. Yeah.
1: Uh, I follow a ICU nurse in California who uh, is on uh, TikTok, she does TikTok videos, she's really really great um, and she's the person who does that, like mm. says to somebody um, okay what we're going to do now is we're going to have to put you in a induced coma so we're going to bring the pad in and you can talk to your family mm. and Just and they're like oh, am I saying goodbye no 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 and she said I don't know we don't know because I've been my wife's NHS and I, I I like correcting people's bullshit because they're just spout shit. Like yeah. even when people are trying to be clever or trying to be say the right thing, they do it wrong. So they said, since so many people say, um, or oh, if you think a mask's uncomfortable, you should try being intubated. No one conscious is being intubated, you fucked
2: <laughs> up. Yeah.
1: That's not happening. You're unconscious. Yeah. And they're like they're like, uh, are you sure? Fucking certain there's no one going, hold on a second, that's not how it works. Yeah, you are unconscious, and I know you know they've done these things. And obviously, uh, my wife being an HS, a um, uh, healthcare assistant, she was 32 uh, and a migrant into the UK, and, um, and she died in uh, April. Yeah, she just went home, she really? called it in hospital, went home to bed, and they kind of rang her, you know, oh, where's. Uh, and she hadn't turned up to work. And one of them went in their lunch break and thought, i beg better go and knock on her door. Because it's really weird. She hadn't turned up and the police knocked on her. And she died in her sleep. And then a district nurse died. And when my wife's walking into this every day. Yeah. And then on TikTok or on social media, people are going, what are people moaning about? Where do you fucking live? I'm going to show you what they're
0: fucking moaning about. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's, it's crazy world. It is crazy. And it's... Uh, somebody commented back to me earlier in the week about this uh i think he's a professor his name's jonathan hay Haid, hayes something like that and he wrote okay. a book about the differences between like liberals and conservatives and why they can never understand each other um and so anyway i was watching a, a podcast with him on it and i read a review of his book because uh, i was you know interested i'm always interested to sort of you know take the yeah, get yeah, the temperature down a bit and then try to debate and communicate with people rather than just screaming at each other and this sounded sounded like his sort of um like that that sort of vibe um but i don't know how you apply that sort of um you know this is why uh tories don't understand labor voters or this is why they mock it like how do you take that sort of understanding and wrap it around people who truly think that COVID is a hoax, but there's but st- you, and there's millions of them fucking million. Even like, did you, do, I think you did a TikTok about this, didn't you? Like where it's like yeah. this late in the day and you still think that it's, You're you are know? a
1: fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. Like just uh, you are because I'm just, today's was just, I'm bored of placating you. I don't care. I'm just going to call you a fucking idiot. Like I don't, it yeah. doesn't matter. I've got nothing to lose. And, and as is like, uh, my phone is on silent and here. And I know when I look at it, there'll be, there's this really odd thing uh, on TikTok and it happens on all social media. Um, We'll get into it, but I do stuff on YouTube as well. Um, People not understood. When when somebody says, this is my platform, Mm. people don't understand what that means. You are here by my good grace. Like if you talk to me Mm. on a comment and you say something, it's literally by my good grace that anyone else can still see it because I'm in full control mm. at all times. So when we're talking and you're thinking, oh, I've got him here, you never have. You never have <laughs> because I'm holding the only thing that's keeping you here. Like you literally can't do anything at all. And I'm aware of it. It's a really weird fight. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, so, I can't remember where I was going, but, uh, yeah, you get that all the time. I've got idiots coming at me. Yeah. Um, when I look at my thing here, there'll be loads of people who've tried to put their thing across. They'll have they'll have told me about a study or Dr. Mm-hmm. Um, John Flipmob, who lives in France, and he knows it's not real. Yeah. And they think that I, like, A, well, sometimes I'll debate them back for a bit of a laugh. Um, somebody said to me, are you, I said this just before the camera went live, I, they said, are you um, uh uh, are you a doctor? And I said, well, I, well, <laughs> "You're the third person to do this. You don't have to be yeah. a doctor to understand it." And then I put, "Are you thick?" And they didn't answer because yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> so that that's more important in this. Yeah. I'm telling you what doctors have said. I'm not saying I said it. Yeah. I, as I said to someone earlier, I'm repeating what they've said and added four fucks and a couple of dipshits. That's all I've
0: done. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I've sort of I've stopped even really like there's a there's a few of them if they genuinely take me to task and scrutinize something that i've said and i think there's value in it and weight in it yep. i I almost enjoy when people say actually you're wrong about this um yeah, you said yeah, this like um but actually it's like that then that is like fuck, i've just learned something that's cool um but it's the it's the ones who like, I had one a couple of weeks ago, and, and you could get this on Twitter or Facebook or wherever. It just happens to, on this occasion, have been TikTok. And um, I, I put a thing up. It was about, I think it was another one of the like the housing crisis vids. And uh, I was blaming it on something or other. And, but anyway, I started the the video saying, the thing is with this country is blah, blah, blah. Anyway, so I made the point, And then this guy goes... Yeah, well, you're wrong about that for a start because it's not a country; it's a union. England is the country, right? And I said, uh, I said, yeah, okay, great. But anyway, still, like the point is trying to trying to drag him back on to the point, like trying to be nice about it as well. And he was like, yeah, well, at least I proved you wrong. And I was like. It's like, yes, that is what happened here today. You, yeah, you, fuck the point and all the substance within it. Like, I got the union in the country wrong, so fuck my entire life and all my ancestors.
1: I, I don't know if you said, sometimes all I'm doing is because the way the algorithm works is positive. It's not doesn't care what people are commenting; just that they're commenting. And if I talk back to you and you talk back to me, yeah, like then all that does is. It, it, the, the algorithm says people are engaging and the creator's engaging back.
2: Mm.
1: Let's give it and let's pop it on people's FYP because this could be, a they don't care. It could be about a puppy. Yeah. not bothered. They don't know that all is actually happening is, a, you know, an argument. But I don't like, because I won't argue, Play ch- I don't play chess with pigeons. It's pointless. Yeah. I'll just take them to a different place. So I was saying to a guy said to me today, he started off with something like, Oi, fuckstick, who are you to talk to us? And I thought, incredible opener. Yeah. Like, you know, like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no I and gone, all right, fuckstick, I'm trying to get that. Like, they don't go, oh, well, yes, no problem, Mr. Jones, we're going to get the price down. Yeah. So I already know, you know, the thing's over. So all I'm going to try and do is say crap to him so he keeps coming back to me. So it doesn't really matter what I'm saying. Yeah. So I'll say, oh, why do you think like that? Oh, I think like that. Cause da, da, da. And I said uh, something else. And I said, what's your favourite dessert? And they said, what's that got to do with fucking anything? I said, nothing. No, sorry. I said, so I said what's your favourite topping on a pizza? And they said, what's that got to do with anything? And I said, nothing really. Yeah. <laughs> what am I like? What's your favourite dessert? And they said, salted caramel cheesecake. And then I put, why are you answering? <laughs> like, what are you fucking doing? Yeah.
0: It would be funnier if you, you asked him something fairly in-depth but also totally unrelated. So, like, the idea... Because it's really hard to comment. You have to split comments out into, like, yeah, number one, true. two, three, and all the rest, and then, and then they're all in the wrong order. But, like, the idea of somebody just angrily writing, like, four or five comments about their dessert is just, like...
1: Yeah. Oh, I've done quiet. it. I've, heard, I've done, and it. Because I do another... So I'll make a TikTok. So I, all I was trying to do that for then was, once I know there's no win, all I'm going to do is get them to come back to me with stupid stuff me answer asking them questions and then i know i've got the screenshot so i'm like i know where it starts no where it ends so that's a free video for tomorrow where yeah. i do an impression of their voice and black out their name so it doesn't get done for yeah because um, uh, otherwise you get done for bullying oh madness. really oh yeah so i blank out their name and i block them yeah. so that they can't do it and then uh, so they're unidentifiable and then i just do a different voice for them and then end up with a like a sign off yeah. <laughs> and then right blocked at the bottom it's harder to get the screenshot right because I have to keep going back into the thread to get it to line up. Yeah, so yeah. So it, it flows. But yeah, sometimes it's just an, what I'm actually doing is I've abandoned any sense of logic or the argument. I'm just setting you up now. I just want my script for free. Yeah. That's a free video I've got. <laughs> You're I've like, I'm just, people I'm just here for the
0: material, in. guys. I'm yeah. just <laughs> here. Yeah, Just
1: keep talking shit because I really just don't care anymore.
0: What do you think happened with... Uh... Boris Johnson's CCJ. Um, because this is like I'm I'm emotionally invested in this. I think something, an idea has happened here, right? So everyone knows that he's financially, a bit broke, right? Not broken, but just a bit.
1: Yeah, just literally broke. Yeah. chaotic.
0: So, like he's he's like I was sort of, you know, ten years ago. Just you know, yeah. you you're earning money, but it's just you, bleh, where is it going? <laughs> I don't know. Like. Yeah.
1: You're waiting for the bills to change colour, which everybody's like. Don't pay that one; it's not red yet. Right. When it when it's red, I'm going to pay it. That's what I feel like. Boris is at that bit in life. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody somebody said to me he missed a Ooh, letter, shit. and weird, I I copped a CCJ years ago, and I just thought, um, like when I was like 18 and a twat, and I thought uh, he hasn't missed one letter; he's missed 17 letters. This is not true.
0: <laughs> Hold on, I've lost my camera. Let me see.
1: Oh yeah. I've got this one. Now I'm just, like, staring. It's odd.
0: Oh, no, yeah. I've got (laughs) down onto the laptop one. Oh, shit. Right, there we go. Um, I think I'm back. Yes, you're back. Right. Um, Yeah. So
1: I think he's... Well, well, the other thing is, I wonder if there's just an assistant who just hates his guts and just goes, yeah, blockbuster video. Fuck off. Yeah. Knowing what's going to happen in the end.
0: Yeah. Could be... Um, could be Carrie. Like, Carrie just, like, hiding his post from him, like, yeah, you motherfucker. Like, he ruined her sofa in Camberwell. So now she's just like, ruin my sofa? I'm fucking run up. I'm going to fuck your credit rating, Boris. Um,
1: There's so many things with the Carrie-Boris relationships are really interesting. And we're not allowed to, like, if it, if it was any other politician on earth, you'd care. Like, so we almost know now that she punched him in the eye. And he had a black eye. That's not really. I'm not. I'm not going too far with us. We know he had makeup on. We know the police were called. We know he had. You know. he yeah. Most likely, had a black eye. So she hit it. and it t- and and there's a story why she did that. And we know that last August, when they were on holiday in Scotland, he ended up sleeping in a tent in the garden. Like
0: this yeah. is so fucking. This is mental. Have <laughs> you seen? Have you seen that? Um, uh... Series 4 of Line of Duty with Sandy Newton, yes. right? And yes. um you know how she like there's that scene where she like smacks her husband and he looks like <laughs> like frightened of her but like she's like everything I do is for this family and then like slaps him and then slaps him like he thinks it was just a one off slap and then she goes back in for the other and he looks like he's got that sort of undignified man just been punched by woman face so where like this bit this this bit of the face only comes out when you're ashamed and you've been it's like this it's like
1: oh, oh.
0: It's like, like scared. anyone has
1: ever been in that cuz i think most people have had a crazy ex girlfriend so like cuz domestic violence is such a weird thing it's still like uh, women on Men Domestic Violence is always still humorous, like Mrs. Brown's Boys, which is... I've never well, seen trailers for it, and it's just dog shit. I think and, it's... It's still funny. I think, think it's
0: humorous when it's Boris Johnson getting slapped about. I don't care if that makes me biased. I think it's funny
1: that he was in a tent. Yes. In the garden, I think that's really funny. But I just think if if that was Keir Starmer, we would still be... He would be tent Starmer. But Boris, everybody goes, yeah... Like, Carrie, I like the fact that because the press didn't know where they are. Yeah. you imagine it, her going, you can fuck off to Argos and get a tent and sleep in the fucking garden? Yeah. And him going, well, uh, no, because uh, if the press, they don't know where we fucking are. Fuck off into the garden. And you can imagine him putting it together. Yeah. All, like, in the garden. Was- uh, are you sure this is? Don't look at me. <laughs> all right, I'm doing it. Wasn't
0: there a thing? I th- that the, the story I read about it was that that was their er like photo setup to say that they were going camping in scotland but actually it was just an empty tent the whole time is that not what it was
1: he was asleep in the garden like definitely like it doesn't make nothing else makes it as soon as you look at it with like logic he he was he's sleep she kicked him out he was sleeping in the fucking garden
0: yeah i hope that's true that's that's the story that i want to be true that's infinitely more you know salacious and yeah
1: but it's everything that that just this it's ridiculous
0: but, yeah, I, I want her to be this sort of, you know, angry Lady Macbeth kind of figure in the background that slaps him around and runs <laughs> up, like, county court judgments for him. And But the thing that's, like, weirded me out about it is, like... um, So here's... Like, we know how hard up he is. We know that he's asked donors to fund his nanny. for His, <laughs> his nanny. And his holiday. And the redecoration of his flat. All of these are things that he can't afford to pay, seemingly. And now we know that a 500 pound ccj it hasn't just miraculously appeared it's been outstanding for six months right Yes. so you would think if it were fraudulent or you know um whatever the word was that they used to describe it where they they say no thrown out um you would think if if that were the case it would have landed on his assistant's desk or carries or you know multiple times yeah. yeah uh and then it would have been handled or dismissed but the fact that it's 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 snowballed and snowballed and snowballed and now that it's reached private eye and you know the guardian or wherever else now at this point they're like yeah we're gonna get it thrown out and it has been thrown out and i'm like this this is so fishy
1: it's really dodgy the whole thing he's definitely it's there's something to it like he owes something stupid to someone stupid like it'll be I don't know, like his repeat oyster order or something. Like yeah, it's just gone through, and they've gone fuck him. We get these oysters; he gets twelve a week. He hasn't fucking paid for him. CCJ, the bastard. Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Or, or it's something that he's he thought he got a donor to pay for, but the donor was like, "I'm not fucking paying for that shit." And then,
1: could you imagine if you are the bailiff that day though? Like and you get this, you get the thing, and you're like, "Yeah, I'll fucking get it." <laughs> because right. if you get if you get a marshal of the court so if it had been because um, I, I used to run a building for over 55s so just have uh, 60 apartments And so used to be i used to be the manager <clears throat> and we'd have that one we'd get was county county court marshals would turn a court marshal would turn up for a sorry a court bailiff would turn up for a dead person that happened like so fucking often right. I, someone would go um Mrs. Jensen hasn't paid for her water since uh, like 2007. It was like 2009. Yeah. yeah. That's not a surprise. She's been dead since 2006. I mean, we can plug in, see if we can stick her back together and get her down the bank, but it's unlikely. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, it would be also my job to protect them. But there's lots of laws you have to need to know. So the bailiff would think they would, like they'd say, and as I am now in the property, no, you're not. <laughs> you're on the company's property. Their property's upstairs. Yeah. Calm down.
2: Yeah. You're getting
1: excitable. <laughs> you can't take anything. That's how it works yeah yeah so uh but i would have loved to have been that like those there's that horrible show isn't there with the bbc like uh i don't know what it's called oh don't pay we'll take it away yeah Who the fuck is watching that watching people's abject fucking misery they call it like
0: it's it's like poverty porn that's what they call it isn't it
1: oh, that's awful isn't it oh god what fucking world do we live in where you'd watch that it's... sit down it? he hasn't paid for his tv kevin come here watch this they're gonna take his fucking smash the window take the car this, oh this is God. the
0: thing like going back to or like bring bringing things full circle to you know when we were talking earlier about anyone who's ever been really broke and um for, for me watching those sorts of shows and those sorts of scenes is a it's like sort of taking you right back to that that moment because like i've i've had fucking you know red letters land on my doorstep and really? i've had to go through consumer credit agencies and you know try to renegotiate all my with all my debtors and credit yeah, yeah. creditors sorry um and and the fear and the the uh,
1: it's, it's everything it's embarrassing it's just, just you
0: know. it is but it's it's more than that because it sort of breeds it well I don't know if i ever really resented anyone but i could i could see that it would breed resentment in like if you're surrounded by friends who are all doing pretty well and they're you know they're earning good money um and you are just swimming in debt and every time you get paid immediately it's gone gone. and then they're talking about going fucking you know skiing together and all all of that shit there's it's not just shame it's just like for fuck's sake like and then you start panning out and you're like well why are they doing so well oh they all come from really rich families awesome or Um, or
1: they're not the other one is they're not you know they've got 30k on credit cards and they're jumping them around yeah for sure jumping them around than you are yeah they're like you're like, how the fuck is he driving an Audi? I, I yeah. know he's got a 125 percent mortgage. He's got like TV on credit. I remember my friend. I remember going to a friend's house and um, him showing me his TV. I've got, I've got, a, uh, um, and just going like, why the fuck is it so huge? Yeah, it's like 40 inch TV. And I, and they said, um, oh, how big's your TV? I said it was like 32 inches. And they said, do you not want a bigger one? I said, the, the TV police rarely come round that way. Like, how big's your TV? Who gives a fuck?
2: Yeah.
1: Like it's, I don't give a shit. Can you see stuff? Yeah, that's fine then. Yeah. When I was a kid, we had a nine-inch portable. And there's five kids in our house. Like, we would be in the dining room, but not in the lounge. Yeah. We were one of those families where the lounge was used for certain things, the dining room. And we'd all be like squashed around watching Biker Grove and a nine inch telly. Yeah, and Five of us like watching this fucking T V. No, we're not using the we're not using the lounge. Yeah. That's that's for family time. What the fuck is a room
0: for? Do you think like when when you grow up like that or or you're you're faced with that sort of um uh like f- like frugal and like financially restricted existence. Do you think that then when you get to your 40s and you're a bit more comfortably off, that you go, like, which way would you go? Do you go crazy and then buy all the shit that you, you know, useless <laughs> shit? Crap. Like you're like that scene in Dumb and Dumber where they you know one guy says okay just come back with the essentials though we're on a very tight button then he comes back out with like a fucking cowboy hat and like whistles and all that like do you go that outrageous or are you does it make you you know really value money
1: i'm quite i do think i I feel like incredibly fortunate where my dad is now he's 74 this year he still works full time he's a coder he writes uh, back end of websites and stuff but um he's a lefty like a like a like a proper lefty. Just, yeah. And uh, uh, but but middle class. He once asked me what he was, which is really funny. Right. He went, What am I? I said, What do you mean what am I? He said, What class am I? And I said, Well it depends if you believe in the classes doing it. he said, Well, I don't. I said, no, yeah, I understand. And he said, But what do you think I would be? And I said, Well, you've got a thirty two foot conservatory and a and a motor launch and he went, Right? And I said, You're middle class as fuck is what that's called. <laughs> yeah. And he, he went, really and I said, Yeah. But he but he's the same like he yeah, like he thinks property prices are out of all fucking like proportion. They're mental, and like, he'll just say it. And he'll say, like, if if I say to him, "Oh, we might go to like we might go to Thailand in October," yeah. he'll go, he'll he'll he's one of those people who just go go because you'll 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 never sit back in like ten years time and go, "Oh, remember when we bought that sofa?"
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: <laughs> like, who gives a fuck? He just thinks you should have food in the house. Don't be cold, you know. Be warm and have a comfy bed. Yeah, and that—that's it. You know, that, all the rest of it's just shit. I don't give a fuck about. So I'm really lucky that I've got this left-wing dad. Yeah, and a mum. I'm always saying to my mum, spend your fucking money. So she'll say to me, everyone's going to be equal in the will. Yeah. Stop saving. <laughs> money.
0: Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I'm, i am i wish I was a bit more sort of focused on, on. The like the making memories side of finance you know like like having a good holiday and making sure that you're getting away to places that you're going to remember but i think i think when you have kids it just shifts everything so radically that you, you think, like, a holiday goes right to the bottom of the list of things. You're just so obsessed with, oh, shit, we've got to get a new playpen. Oh, bugger, now we've got to, you know, replace this. Oh, the, the four-year-old needs something for his birthday next. But, like, there's always fucking something saying, to get. we
1: have no kids, so I've been on shitloads of holidays. I've been everywhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Great.
2: <laughs> <Shulanga, laughs> so India, happy Thailand, for you.
1: India, I've done them all.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I get friends of mine who say, like, when we're 50, we go to Sri Lanka. Yeah. Thumbs up. Enjoy it. We went there last year. It's good. It's a good times. So, yeah. Like, I don't want to get to that age. Um, but I do get it as well. This
0: is my containing my jealousy face, um, <laughs> as you're wondering. Um, I mean, we're, we're thinking about going to Bali next year because I have this oh, fantasy awesome. in my brain that we will just pack up and fuck off uh, and and move over there and like we've we're super lucky that we've got on the ladder here, uh, but I like it, does it sound unpatriotic if i just say i really don't have an awful lot of faith in in britain for the next live, like 10 to 15 years we, we
1: currently live here we in 2012 we had an opportunity basically to kind of go fuck it off and just move to thailand right and and we didn't do it my um my uh, wife's grandfather wasn't very well and we didn't do it and now we realize how dumb that was because you can get back you know in 24 hours because you just sat with a thousand pound in the bank you always make sure you've got a safety net of a thousand pounds. Yeah, you can get you can get a flight, and you you know if 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 you were told your grand, you know, as long as they're okay, they're sat, you know, if they're dead, they're dead anyway. But if they're ill, you you can be there as quick as you normally would be. If I found out at seven o'clock in the morning, I get a flight at three, land at Heathrow at nine, you know, get a cab and see them. It doesn't really matter. The world's not that big anymore. It's quite small. You can just fuck off.
2: Yeah, for sure.
1: But you only kind of see that in retrospect. He he, we were he died when we were on our honeymoon,
2: Mm. Um,
1: and no one told us. It didn't make any difference because he was still dead when we got home. Right, like (laughs) my mother in law said, really bad. He passed away. Like, and it was and it was one of those things. Bad, but we'd seen him before we went, and yeah, not telling us was what the perfect thing to do. It was fucking madness to say he's dead. Quick, get back. Yeah,
0: Yeah. well, that's one of those weird. Like, if I mean. If it was your mum or your dad, obviously, you'd want to know immediately. But if it's, yeah. oh, But they didn't. I mean,
1: there was like four hours to go. He, he was going to die. They yeah. knew. He was going to, they, they found out four hours to go. And then he died. But once he's died, once that bit's done, mm. there's very little point turning up, is there? Get him back up. Let's see if we can get him going again. and die again. It doesn't, it doesn't make any yeah. difference.
0: Well, I was thinking more around the sensitivity of your honeymoon. You know, like that's a, that's a once in a lifetime Absolutely, thing. Yeah. You, you know, you just want to leave people alone to get on with that oh if i was at
1: butlins i wouldn't have wanted to know no,
0: <laughs> kidding
1: what do you want <laughs> we are going to play bowling see ya
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: so I, mean, I did i did high five my my wife's got quite dark sense of same as i have when we were at her granddad's funeral um people always think they kind of a lot of people think that uh, my wife's very quiet and like um shy mm. people are like i don't know how you two you know it's the, they might think it's an odd relationship whereas her sense of humor at its worst is sick as it's like it's crazy
0: but they do her... say that about like I, I don't know what your your wife does in the nhs but they i'm sure i've heard this about doctors and nurses that they because oh, they're... they're they're faced with you know pain agony misery every like it's proper gallows humor and the same in uh police force apparently and lawyers the same supposedly yeah.
1: But she'll come out, like, throughout the funeral, one of her granddad's friends gave her a hug and said, so gave her a hug and went, held her hands and said, to her, This is so this was the wake. She said, and we were in the, lab, the, the Brit, Royal British Legion. Uh, and she said, um, He's up there right now. And he's so proud of you. And she said, um, My wife said, oh thank, oh, thank you. And she went, Yeah, okay, just stay strong. Just remember, he's up there, kissed him. And she walked off, and then she turned to me and she went, He better fucking not be, because they said they were cremating him. If they put him in the ceiling, there is going to be some real trouble. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Like,
1: like just, as he goes out, quick, get get down the legion, get him up.
0: You need that, though, don't you? I think, like, you need a bit of a dark sense of humour to lighten up that kind of stuff, because otherwise it's too intense, it's too, you know.
1: Yeah, I was going to do a joke on TikTok. It was going to be my TikTok, today, it was really hard to put across. Yeah. So my uncle died a couple of years ago. He's two years younger than my dad. And my dad was really kind of stoic at the funeral and he got through it. And it was, and everything was, he was kind of listening. And he'd been sick for a long, long time and everything was going fine for him. And weirdly, my wife was by my dad because she's better emotionally. And she thought if he goes, she'll be the one to step in.
2: Mm.
1: And he went out. The moment of consideration, or whatever it's called, just before they go out, the coffin leaves, was... um, now, how am I going to do not to get the song? I'm not going to get the song. Oh, Tambourine Man. Oh right, that was what it was. Uh, it's one of my dad's favourite songs, uh, but and it turns out one of my uncles and they played it, and my dad cracked at that point. Like, that was the moment. He just like, yeah, he was just getting a bit hit up, and my wife held his hand, and um, and then the coffin went, and then we led out. We went out the room, and it's always the first rows, family first leave, don't they? Yeah, I yeah. went out by the side of my dad. And as we lay on out the door, my dad's got a thing, which is you always do the joke. It doesn't matter where you are. The joke is the important thing because it's not funny later, right? Yeah. He would not. but ever, And I leant down, squeezed his hand, and he looked at me because i said squeezed his hand. He, he's a little bit shorter than me. And he looked up and I went, he's fucking ruined that for you.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and that was enough to break the thing. And then he was laughing as we went out the door.
0: Yeah. I think you need and, that. It's uh i i think it's a sort of misconception that you shouldn't like that there's an well sometimes there's an inappropriate moment isn't there for for stuff but like if you can break the tension if you could just like lighten the mood a little bit and also like i'm a fan of sort of dark dark, like dark sense of humors and um like it, it always seems like an ironic thing with people especially that it's always the people in my experience who have the dark sense of humor that are actually the nicest people so oh, like, yeah every time you know like you could you could watch like a you know a bill hicks bit or um or listen to death metal or you know but have you like do you know any goths or like death metal fans like i'm not into goth culture or death metal or anything but the guys that i know who are into that nicest fucking people you will ever meet
1: scott on who does who's a, a, an american on um, tiktok Nicest guy, and like his musical taste to me is just random screamy noises. Yeah, really nice. Cause he's like a English but lived in America for a while, and then moved back over here, and he, he lives in London. Mm and he'll be like oh i was listening to this track earlier and it's like and then he then he'll be like i was so pissed off today i did got didn't get this fucking job and this woman was so fucking rude and i sent her an email i was like this is not on you are being really rude and it's like and it's like the juxtaposition of
0: yeah yeah
1: just i think you should be more polite to people in the
0: future (laughs) yeah yeah it's like one minute, like, lip-syncing and shouting along to, like, you will be my death bride! And then yeah. the s- next second, do you want a cup of tea, John? Can I get you anything? <laughs> yeah. yeah, OK. Like, I wonder if it's that they get all the hate and the anger out of it and then they're just left with kindness. Is that it?
1: I don't, I don't know. I always think as well, though, people with dark sense of humour are always the person you want in a situation, you know, because they're going to get everything sorted and then will work out a joke. Like, yeah. <laughs> halfway, halfway through
0: yeah, but it's also, it works in the inverse as well. Like, people who I grew up, grew up with or, like, you know, in my 20s, people who were into the happy music, not so nice. <laughs> like, sort of, you know, dancey trancy stuff is all quite upbeat. It's all, you know, lyrics like, Yeah, boy, I'm gonna dance for you on night. Stuff like that. But, like, the people at my school who were into that, fucking biggest bell ends ever anyway I don't know what to make of that That's. Uh...
1: <laughs> I think you found you've broken
0: something yeah um, so we, we have to sort of uh... <laughs> there's
1: a great comment in chat from Darren Gates who said my nan Margot died a few years back she never got anyone's name right at the funeral the pr- three skips calling her maggot
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean how do you keep a straight face in a funeral like that there are there. there are there
1: were my great uncle. I don't even have a. It was his name's Horace. He's a really nice guy, and he was quite old. He passed away in sleep, and it wasn't all that sad. But everybody got to the thing, and for some reason, someone gave him a compilation. Mm. If I'm asked to do a funeral track for somebody, I'll always do one track on one CD. Right? So there's only one track. Like don't don't let them. Like on our wedding, I gave them a CD at the at the. Um, Town hall, we were at, yeah, and the, and the CD had three tracks on it. That was it, like, so it can't fuck up, yeah. This is it. And anyway, somebody gave a compilation, and I can't, I can never remember the song, but there's one I know, it's quite good. But he was supposed to go out to something like My Way or something like that, right? Some, one of the really cliched as part, well, yeah. As the, as the curtain shut, they're all like, uh, you know, and blah, blah 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 blah. Everybody's have a moment of reflection as their coffin leaves, and everything's done like that and the curtains came across, and instead of playing my way, it played something like Relight My Fire by Take That and uh, Lulu. Yeah. Like, and the family pissed themselves. Yeah. Like, it was the funniest thing <laughs> that they ever had. Like, you can imagine the 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 the, uh, the chap in charge just kind of like, oh, and then looking down and all these, like, North Londoners going, best thing I've ever seen in my fucking life. Hilarious. I couldn't have done it funnier myself.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, amazing. That'd be a good, pretty good exit. And to be honest, like if you if you had the choice, so your funeral, would you want people to be morose and sad? I think I'd rather that they were laughing. Yeah. Even if it was at my expense, you know.
1: Yeah, you can do. Oh, Which
0: is fortunate because I'm sure there would be a lot of people <laughs> yeah. happy at my funeral. So I don't know. Um, I it was
1: the rooms full. I think you're
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I just wanted to uh, to touch in in the last few minutes that we've got on uh the mayoral uh, race which completed uh this week so we neither you or i live in london right so um so we can't vote in it but did you have did you have a candidate that you were rooting for
1: yeah but i can't because it just we do know that these things I think you need the double term, I think, really, as a fair cop at it, anyway. Yeah. And Bailey is a massive prick. So I just wanted to see him get his. Yeah. And, and what, what bothered me the most, I'll be I think they need to change the rules. Mm. However unpopular this is, they need to tighten it and say, we need like the maximum of, whatever, 10 candidates, which is still mental, but it was ridiculous. The list of Meryl, mayoral candidates was insane
0: yeah yeah i mean i
1: you may as well bid your vote if you didn't beat for bailey or khan you were throwing your vote in the bin anyway who cares?
0: yeah i suppose the funniest thing about obviously it was count Binface, right always so, funny yeah amazing um <laughs> but and then lawrence fox uh Fucking asshole. who i'm really enjoying hating like you know when you enjoy hating someone
1: like katie what's, her, yeah. what's her face?
0: Casey Hopkins. Then,
1: yeah, she gets airtime because she doesn't believe the things she says. I don't think Lawrence Fox does. He just says controversial shit because he's an idiot and no one would care if he didn't. Like, his, his acting career is in the bin now, so he's got to just be a twat yeah,
0: constantly. Yeah, that's it. He'll He'll have to pursue this. There'll be no other option. Um, yeah,
1: nobody wants him. He, he's toxic. Like, you can't have him anywhere near a set because you'll just think, oh, fucking hell. It's, yeah. It's Nutbag. Who thinks he... Like, who thinks... When you watch back, like... So many people amplified the uh, news night, you know, when he did the Newsnight thing and uh, we we're talking about racism and Lawrence mm. Fox does this thing about, you know, that on white racism, you know, kind of, oh, he, he someone in the audience talks about the fact, uh, you know, that this is racist and, and he's like, well, you're being racist to me. Mm you don't even understand that's not possible it's not a race you fucking idiot please shut the fuck up (laughs) sound like a twat but the thing was it was such a uh, it's what every dipshit Mm. um, right wing nutbag is thinking all the time you know when they kind of you know when you kind of go you know black lives matter which is hugely important and they go black lives matter too Yeah. they always fucking have (laughs) it's funny shut the fuck up
0: but the the problem is is that when you get someone like him on a show like that and i used to really hate the idea of you know role models and people you know you like you should be able to make up your own mind and don't 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 come down on people for being bad role models etc but the older i get the more i sort of change my my mind about that sort of shit. where now i'm like if you have someone like him and like it or not or not a huge amount of the population i think have some sort of fetish with posh accents so yeah, yeah. if you have yeah. somebody who's well educated that sounds very articulate on a mainstream news show answering questions in that way saying shit in a narrative or, or using rhetoric that resonates with these people they're not going to think oh he's a bit of a bellend he said he's an actor that's out of work, and he says a lot. But like, they're going to go, "Wow, he seems really smart." Yeah, yeah. and he's saying the it's stuff the that we say. Yeah, it's so mm. it's going to legitimise it, whether you, like, so I, I don't know. do not Yeah, no,
1: I agree. Um, who was I, I? was just thinking of a TikToker, um, Phil, um, in Surrey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he he can't say anything like because uh, I have this with the the voice thing. Mm. People will say to me. Uh, it, it, does, it doesn't matter. When I was a kid, there was five children in our, in our house. It was a seven-person family. Yeah. Um, when the recession hit in the eighties, we were absolutely knackered. My dad went bankrupt in nineteen ninety. But people don't want to hear someone with the voice mm. because I'm from Buckinghamshire. That just comes with the package. It doesn't Not anything. It doesn't mean anything at all. Yeah. And people say, "Oh, you don't know what it's like." I fucking we ate so many potatoes. <laughs> like, like it was like Sunday dinner was. Basically, it doesn't matter what's served as long as there's a sack of potatoes. Yeah. And the most important thing you do is eat those. Yeah. Why have we got so many potatoes? We'll tell you later. Like, it doesn't matter. And if there was a curry, so much rice, there'd be like a bucket of rice on the table. Yeah. You go nuts with that. <laughs> like
0: Build yourself that. up, just so you're <laughs> not that. hungry. That's that's goal A. And then we'll talk about what vegetables we I might remember, get next week.
1: I remember sitting down with my. I've got two sisters, two brothers. And we'd have a jug of water on the table for dinner. And in the summer, there'd be ice cubes in it, right? And there would be, like I don't know, 10 ice cubes. If two slipped out into your cup, yeah. oh, they'd be like, the rest <laughs> of them would go, what, what's going on? John's on two ice cubes. Yeah, <laughs> This yeah. fucks up the ratios. <laughs> go, and on Christmas Day, we used to have one bottle of Coke and one bottle of Fanta. Yeah. We, we, to stop everybody getting up early and annoying the shit out of everybody, there used to be a rule, which like, no one's allowed up until seven o'clock. So he didn't like send everybody mad. And it was like a starter gun went off. Like at seven o'clock, there was one two-liter bottle of Fanta and one two-liter bottle of Coke. Six minutes past seven, there was two empty plastic bottles in the kitchen, because there was never any fizzy drink in our house. That never ever happened. Yeah. So, like, like but, but, fuck it, just drink it. Need the if I say that, yeah. If I say that with the with the voice, people go, "Well, fucking, just making it up." Yeah. Just, no,
0: I get the same so, thing. Just... Like, I can't talk about like any any video i put up about working class issues or like red wall voters or anything like that it is immediately interpreted in the context that i am a middle class home counties guy and i must you know i must have been privately educated and um uh, and and had my whole life handed to me um and and if i correct people on it I feel like even the correction is seen through that context. It's like I'm talking down on them or something, you know? Like
1: It did. I saw you doing it the other day on the TikTok about exactly this. Yeah. And I, I really liked because I was like, I was like, you nailed it. And I thought, I'm not going to fucking, I don't need to clap back and go, yeah, fucking, I know what you mean. It's just. <laughs> people just will give you shit. Like, um, yeah. just And it's, the other thing is, is that almost not, um, not reply because it's not worthy. It's it's got no. There's no context. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah. And why? So I could. So if I came on and did like a London. So if I did an impression of someone in my family, you'll go with it. So my nan's from a council house, and she was basically Nan from um, Catherine Tate. That's my nan. She's right. Exactly. To be really nice to your face, and as soon as you walk off, she go, she's bloody horrible.
0: Yeah.
1: Like if I do an impression of like my great uncle Bob or something, like in you know, a, I'm doing one of those readbacks or some comments i could just do that i just should have just done tiktok like all right that's just how it is yeah yeah then you'd believe it but, uh, yeah no
0: just yeah it was well, sometimes potatoes. it's hard when you do sort of half comedic videos as well because i that uh, a lot of doing comedy i think is exaggeration and if i'm using a different voice to try and make it be a different character i might exaggerate the accent that i've chosen to use oh, yeah. that day now if it's a northern accent uh people are going to be like oh you fucking no no son no <laughs> like, oh ho, 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 no till, um cause you know we
1: were talking because you do you you're, you're you were or are a stand up but i was talking to rob earlier yeah yeah in, in being a stand up as well yeah
0: i did stand up for about i think about 5 years um and it sort of peaked in twenty fifteen, so just before my girlfriend got pregnant. And uh... I watched
1: your special after you told me about it. Oh, I did you I it on on YouTube's.
0: Yeah. I'm sorry, I robbed you of an hour of your life. I <laughs> was really but... good. I just carried
1: on working and watched the thing.
0: Um, but yeah, so I, I did that for a bit, and uh, and then I became a father, and that uh, you know crushed my dreams. So, <laughs> I mean, it... I
1: was in Vi- I was in Vietnam at the time. It was great. You yeah. motherfucker. The
0: was fantastic. yeah. Um. <laughs> But, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd li- like to get back to it at some point. Uh, it's impossible at the moment, obviously, because there's no comedy going on. But uh, no. and, uh... and We
1: were talking about uh, one thing that I get on TikTok, which I know you have as well, which is you... <clears throat> so sometimes I'll just be lying in bed at, like, at one o'clock in the morning and I've got the bit in my head I know I'm going to do. So today I was walking to work and thinking, I'm going to do this straight down the camera. Mm. Joke, you know, straight down the camera. uh you know like as if it's a news announcement right hi if you're a fuckwit or an idiot and you still don't believe in covid and um, but you, you know you feel that you can argue your point you're still a fuckwit and an idiot right and i've got this and i was gonna go there and, and weirdly i got that in one take which is fucking out yeah. of the ordinary it doesn't normally happen to but i've had lots of when i've done a walk and talk lots of people have got, have said like uh, they don't understand that you did think of it you did plan every second every syllable of that yeah i've got 60 seconds it wasn't that it cut off at the end it was that i had it up to the second and i'd shot it three times and or shot it 17 times and something else was added to it and i thought that's funny and then i went back yeah
0: yeah i like i wonder what percentage of people think that the walk and talk stuff is just off the cuff because it's like i think i said this to you the other night but like for me they take about 45 minutes to to do and like i start off with nothing i'll just start talking about whatever's in the news or whatever's in my head and then somewhere along that 45 minutes it sort of starts coming together and becomes whatever nonsense i've decided to upload that day but yeah it's never ever off the cuff
1: no um i wish it was I was going to say what I do for a living because I just realised you've got like, I don't know how, what time you're cutting off, nine ish, or something like
0: yeah, that. Yeah, we've got to wrap up in a second, mate. I've got babies oh. I've got to go and look at.
1: Oh, look okay. at. Yes.
0: Look at? Look after. So, I'm not just going to sit so, and look at them. Um,
1: you, you said to me the other day, we were setting up on the uh, thing for the show. You said that we were doing like a camera test and mic test. And you said, um, you said I don't think you're a wildlife barrister, really. I saw you say that the other day, but yeah. don't think you do that. No, oh, and I, I don't, Um, David, uh, there's David Charles in chat. He's one of, he, I know David because he, um, he views the other show I do, which is called The New Home Show, which is about vaping. I work, that's what I really do. Yeah. For anybody watching, I actually work in vaping. And um, have done for, I've done the social media side of it for about seven seven years. Yeah. So when I get trolls, I think I've, I've been doing this every day. Yeah. For seven years. Good luck. I really yeah. hope you've got a heart hat on because I've seen everything.
0: I also feel like if you, if social media was your life, right, and it was your job and you were like some, you know, 23-year-old influencer, you might take a lot of these comments to heart. But I was thinking about this earlier that because, I, like, from my perspective, because I've got quite a full life, like I've, I've got two kids, I've got an angry girlfriend, <laughs> I've got like a job, like a full-time, you know, day job, and I, I like my job. Um, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's, uh, you know, the idea that I'm going it's, to... There's going to be some sort of hole left in my heart by some bell end going like, you look like a rat, mate. <laughs> I'm like, okay, cool, mate. Uh, later, bye. Anyway, back to this real thing over here.
1: But you you hit on that earlier as well. When you talked about being called in for a disciplinary, you know, he's 16 and, you know, you, they're kind of like, have you stolen 500 quid? Yeah. But now... If you were, if if you were back in that, if you could like just put your whole personality back in there, you'd sit down there, give you some fuck off. Like it wouldn't even be. Yeah. You wouldn't even go. You wouldn't go. Oh my god! You don't think? Oh, I might have. You just go fuck off. Like it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um,
0: but that's something. But that's that, how. Um... That's
1: how I feel on social media because I've had, I had a guy. I was at an event and I was meant to be hosting the raffle for this event, and um, a guy came up to me. Um, he was a bit bigger than me and he came up next to me and he went as soon as he stood next to me i flashed back the comment i'd made a joke about something about six months previous but i knew what it was because guy hadn't spoken to me since
2: mm.
1: he was saying how great somebody i know is who's quite who's got a very dark comedy and right. he put it on facebook he said oh it's really i pretend the guy say the guy's name's tom and he said tom is really really lovely i know he puts out this personality that he's 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 you know he's quite wicked. He does these jokes, but he's actually a really nice guy. And I said that's a lie. I've got a video on my phone of him stamping a kitten to death. Right, that was what I replied in the comment. Right. And this nutter right wrote, wrote, you shouldn't make jokes about that. And I went, no, it's not a joke. I've really got the video. It's disgusting. Right, because I'm like now fuck off. Now, like yeah. it, it doesn't You're in too deep real. at this point. Yeah. You're feeling bad for a kitten that doesn't exist, mate. I'm not going to take it back. It's like he's like delete the comment no and then so now i'm at this event and this guy and i've got a host of in about an hour's time and this guy came up to me and he went do you remember me and i went yeah and he said um, do you remember that comment and i said yeah and he said do you still think it's funny and i said
2: yeah
1: <laughs> and he went i said this isn't how you pictured it is it you <laughs> thought you were going to come over and say this that and the other but i i honestly don't give a fuck i'm in no way scared of you i know you've got a perception of me but yeah take it out of your head because wherever you because like i was just thinking you think that there's some like pillsbury fucking boxing rules there's nothing you just walked up to me and you're going to start a fight with me yeah i can pick up a table and wrap it around your head i literally can't lose fuck off this is and i have to host this raffle everybody here is waiting for me to do that you're not fighting me. You're fighting 2,000 people. Beat the shit out of me. You've got to make it to the gate. Yeah, <laughs> like, I yeah. don't care. It doesn't
0: matter to but that's, me. That's, that's, that's a confidence that only comes, like, with age, isn't it? It's like... Yeah, you know, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah. What would you... Have, like, how would you have behaved if you'd been, like, 20 a big bloke
1: oh shit myself I would have just (laughs) I would have I would have just been apologizing immediately yeah the second I'm really sorry no I didn't know because this is no was just a joke because it was on the internet and then going yeah it was on the internet yeah no it really wasn't like for now yeah now I'm like nearly 40 it's like uh yeah do you remember that yeah yeah I did and then but it was just fun to 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 realize just to look him in the face and go I really I know you were stood over there and you saw me and you thought that's that guy and this is gonna happen And what's fucked up is you've played through a narrative that's imaginary, and uh, I don't care that you've come over. literally don't care. It's still a funny joke. I would do it today. Do it again. I'd definitely do it. still funny. I've still got the video of him stabbing a kitten to death. It's amazing. I've actually got it put in 3D.
0: Yeah.
1: Do what you like.
0: (laughs) I've got VR goggles for it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Watch it. Feel the experience. It's like, fuck off. Yeah.
1: I know. It's that. I, I remember watching an 18 year old trying to start a fight with my friend who's about 35 and just thinking oh <laughs> like you're an idiot <laughs> this is the stupidest thing you could do never do that because the 35 year old is thinking I can't be hit in the face like, Yeah, I've got to go to work tomorrow Yeah, um, I can't get this shirt ripped because my wife's mother, mum bought it for me and she loves this shirt So I'm going to just hit him in the head with a chair because that's the only way to stop this fight from getting anywhere. That's that's the problem. Yeah, I I know as a 39 year old man. Just don't do that. Yeah, yeah. You think that there's a rule. There's no rules. It's all gone. It's
0: like when people say, I wish that I knew what I know now when I was younger. Right. And uh, I like when I think about the people that I used to idolize when I was younger, when I was a I was a wayward team john and uh like i'd be watching jackass and like bam margera would be on there and i'd be like he's so fucking cool and his girlfriend's so hot and he just gets to do whatever he likes all the time he just like drive sports cars and you know everyone thinks he's cool and funny and i wish i was like bam and uh you know and now i like i follow do you follow him on instagram now i'm just like i had to
1: do for a while i think
0: yeah like i'm like like i've got two kids my girlfriend, my job, and I look at his life on there, and I'm just like, "Oh my god, I'm so glad I'm not Bam." Like, like, and and then, like, it's not just him. Like, not to sort of you know speak down on people who are going through some sort of rough time with addiction, but I'm a bit like, "No, no,"
1: because it just, it's like Harry, Prince Harry, popped in the news. I kind of don't give a shit about royals past or present, and he popped in the news right. yesterday with you know my. Well, my dad's a wanker, and I don't want to be a wanker. I and mean, my nan's a bit of a wanker as well. You know, Harry, the problem is you're going to have to keep doing that yeah. forever. Like, and it's going to get so cloying, like because there's just nothing. It's such a vacuous shit. No one, will, even people who think they're on or there's a side to be on, I don't think there is. Whatever, do what you fucking want. You're going to have to come out with something that gets you in the press every fortnight for yeah. the rest of your life, and that's a choice you make. You know, and uh, fuck that. I just—he would have been better off to shut them. I—I I, I totally get the race thing's a different thing entirely. I just think,
0: yeah, I could
1: not give a fuck about the Windsors. I, just
0: don't I think care. with with him, he's in a really awkward position because, and I'm I'm similar to you, where I'm like, I don't I don't give a fuck. Like, if if you cancel the monarchy tomorrow, I'd be like, yeah, cool, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'll,
1: I'll be over it quick.
0: But with him, because he's got such a sort of white hot spotlight on him. And because the royals sell papers in the UK, he has to expect and assume that whatever he says on that podcast, they're going to pull shit out of it, take it out of context, misinterpret it, and then wrap it up and bundle it out. Because people will fucking eat that shit up. They'll just be like, oh my God, can't believe he said this. It's so disrespectful to his father. But, like, so. I think, I think uh, essentially
1: he's not a very entertaining person. No. Like, like he's not, like, well, not it anymore. Would be a hell of a, it would be a hell of a fluke to be not only the the the, um, the heir to the throne's second son, yeah. but to also be brilliantly entertaining. And he isn't. Like, if you boiled it all down, without the royal stuff, it's like, um, you haven't got anything. Like his wife, is incredibly talented. You know, she's an actress. She's just fantastic. He really isn't. Like, and
2: yeah.
1: I, I just don't care what he's doing. Yeah, he's doing this. I don't give a fuck. William's doing that. Equal. I don't care. I think it's fine. Yeah. And he's going ugly bald, which I feel kind of bad. Because he's kind of, oh. he's kind of like, instead of going bald at the front, like William kind of went like that, at the back, yeah. it looks like he's wearing a red hot cap and it's kind of gone, it's going to creep that way. Oh really? He's doing an, an Edward, yeah, it's going to be not good.
0: Oh dear. But he's living in LA, right? So he's going to get like probably hair sewn into his head or like whatever they do. But he
1: can't, because as soon as he does, they'll notice. And yeah. And then it's, it's that thing, you know, it's like, if no one ever notices you, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like everybody... Everybody, I remember a guy used to go into a shop I ran and he had a wig on and he had three wigs. Like, just cut, fine, needs a cut. like. And you could see when it changed it. Yeah. Well, everyone he worked with must have known. But it doesn't matter because it's just Keith. He's not, he is, he's not Prince William. Yeah. If Prince William turns up with a full head of hair, you go, fuck
0: what the off. fuck? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, mate, we need to uh, to wrap this up because I've got to go and take care of my bubbers. So, um, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, anyone you, that is watching the live stuff, I hope that this has been, um, I hope this has been interesting for you to listen to and watch. And uh, there's a new episode out every uh, Friday. I was going to say Wednesday then for some weird reason. <laughs> uh, there's a new episode out live every Friday, usually half past seven, sometimes slightly later. Um, and it's on uh, iTunes and Spotify the next day. Um, but for now, thank you so much, John, left of the countryside, and we'll catch up with you guys soon. Thank you, Aid. Cheerio.